Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Christy Lee. Welcome. Hey, y'all. This is exciting. So our second boat, Rock Boat 12, one of my memories is walking on that boat, hearing you on the back of the boat, just belting it out. And I'm like, she's got pipes. And it was just the making for an incredible boat. Man, every single one of these boats have been incredible but there's something extra special about the rock boat there's no denying that right i mean yeah it's, it's got it's, some extra it's like this atmosphere it's like it's like i uh, i don't know if you've ever been to disney um but you know disney has a like a there's just something in the atmosphere and that's the only thing that i've ever been able to compare it to um, like yeah i've been to dorney park been to alice in wonderland <laughs> but then then you go to disney and it's like whoa like, is there something in the air? Right. How, how did you, um, you know, for, for your first rock boat, how did you find out about the rock boat? And had you ever heard about it prior to being on the boat? Um, my very first boat was in 2011. And that was Kayamo. I mean, um, uh, no, don't, don't tell me what it is. It's Rombello. I was yes. Rom- Rambella yep. was my very first boat for Michael Franny. Yeah. Um, and uh, John Driscoll Hopkins from Zach Brown Band um, introduced me to the whole six man experience. Uh, so I have to thank my, my good buddy, John, for, you know, welcoming me into such an incredible family. I mean, um, so I uh, I ended up going out on Kayamo and um, it was my first, that was my first trip uh, out of the country. Oh, that's wow. Neat. Was that also like your first river, cruise? Really out, of, out of the river. <laughs> we river rats around here. You know? <laughs> so I was like, I don't know, man. I don't really know how I feel about going out on a boat in the middle of the sea. I was like, I was, I was super nervous about it. Um, but I feel like I, you know, went out on that trip and that's something that these boats do to people is, uh, I got some feathers, you know, I feel like I, I came back with a feather, you know? And, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I was hooked from that point forward. And, and uh, I, I think my first, uh, I think my first rock boat was was 2012. So, uh, yeah, man. So, were you like expecting it to be kind of the same um, from being on the other cruises? Um. Yeah, I mean, to a certain degree, because I mean, they're all, you know, floating music festivals with 
like-minded people mm -hmm. and, and you know a lot of people intermingle these uh different cruises so you see some people on you know multiple cruises yeah um the whole six-man experience is just something that i think it's a very unique experience if you want to have a rad ass festival in the middle of the ocean <laughs> you know this is the way i would never go on a regular cruise yeah i i've often said that like i will never it was after i got, got off my first cruise i had gone into work with my supervisor i was like chris uh we're going on a norwegian cruise ship for a family vacation what was it like on the rock boat and i was like yeah, it's you can't i can't even have a conversation with you dude just like no <laughs> no like you have fun sliding down the little loopy loop slides with your kids right. enjoy that i'm i'm out drinking till three in the morning listening to music all day and night so you know you do you <laughs> i know it's funny how we kind of turn our nose up don't we? <laughs> people try to tell me that they're going you know when whenever some somebody tries to tell me yeah man we're going on a cruise or something 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 and, I, and i'm just like oh, uh -huh. I, I hey man i hope you have a really good time but if you want a different kind of experience let me tell you about this one you know yeah, it's exactly <laughs> it I, you know, like, I'm sure you're going to have fun doing what you're doing, but if you'd like the to problem, in the future. <laughs> the problem I have uh, is uh, when I come back from the rock boat, I need a vacation for my vacation. <laughs> whereas I, I have been with my family on, you know, a relaxing cruise where, you know, uh, I didn't have to be here or there to watch this show and that show uh, mm -hmm. throughout like a four day stint. So, I mean, watching all those concerts and uh, kind of keeping up with everybody uh, and, and all the activities going on is uh, quite, quite a task. Uh-huh. And you know what? Um, you got to drink some alcohol to keep up sometimes. Yep. Yeah, you do. You know? No, no, no it issue is not with our that fault. here. It's not, it's not. See, finally, somebody gets it. You know? <laughs> You got to uh, do what you got to do to get through them things. And let me tell you something. The first, I mean, especially the first few, the first few six man experiences that I went on, I was so terrified of being in the middle of the sea that I drank the whole time. I, was, <laughs> I mean, the whole time, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's really what, what all of us musicians did. Um, our first few experiences, because it was like, I think we were all a little bit nervous of like, you know, I don't yeah. know. And, and excited, don't get me mm -hmm. wrong. And we had a hell of a lot of fun, Lord have mercy. And talk about a vacation from your vacation. It takes a couple of weeks to recover. Yeah. You know? Each, uh, each one gets a, a but little more difficult. Yeah. <laughs> you still go back. They got you. All those it's feathers. Like, oh, I'm ready. I'm rested. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> what what has that experience been like throughout all the six man cruises? You know, because you've been on. Um, I think you've probably been on more different six man cruises as an artist than most of the artists we interview. Most of them are just typically straight up just six, um, just a rock boat. But it's always awesome to have somebody on who's been on multiple other six man cruises and have such nice things to say about six man but like you know what what is it like to be able to collaborate with different artists in that setting 
man i mean like like i said already there's really no experience like it you know there's no other experience like it um it's just been god i mean i have so many so many memories now that i've made on these cruises and and uh I just feel like it turns into a very, you know, special experience for everyone. Um, I guess I've been on, like I've been on, let me, let me see, I went on the rock boat a couple of times. Kayama, I did Kayama one time. Yep. Uh, that was, I feel like John Prime was on that one. Um, and uh, Brandy Carlisle. Mm-hmm. Um, Made some, which is just some goofy memories, um, different memories from you know because they're they all are different. Yeah. They all still are very unique, you know. Um, I did live loud. Okay. Did that only go once? Do you, do you know? I, I think so. I feel like I, yeah, I think it was only once. Rombello was twice. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much a seasoned sailor now, you know? You got I'm your not- sea legs, <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? I made my way out of the river and then, you know. <laughs> have, you, have, you ever, have you ever gotten sick on one of the boats? Some of them could be a little bit choppy out there. You know, my daddy, my daddy told me, he was a sailor. Okay, so... He told me before going on my, you know, my very first one, he said, Christy, you know, when you go on there, he was like, all you got to do is just make sure you stay loose. You know what I'm saying? He was like, well, just make sure that you walk loose. And so I kind of did like a wiggle walk the whole time I was on, the, you know, the boat. Just tried to stay, you know, I learned a little technique and I feel like I had it down. And then I learned that you got to eat something. Before you go to bed. Yeah. Critical. Carbs, 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 right? Yep. Um, I think that was the best advice that I that I received from someone at some point because your body's not used to sleeping and moving at the same time. Mm-hmm. Stack up with them carbs, you're gonna be just fine. Um I never even thought of that. Boat. Wow. It was the huh. one. I don't, I'm not sure which one it was, but my wife, she'll know. <laughs> I think every single one of us got sick. Oh. It was, I mean, the, the waves were on the pool deck. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, we, we got phone calls coming to our room, like, hey, can so-and-so fill in on this spot and this stage and that? Because, you know, such and such can't make it. And so... Uh, I'll tell you the truth. What I did to make it through that, if you want to know what yeah. I what I did to make it through some really rough seas. Let's let let's get in. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you what I did. All right. I took some champagne. Yes. <laughs> put a splash of vodka. Oh. Ooh. A sprite. I mean, some ginger ale. A little splash of ginger ale. Yeah, ginger settles the stomach. That's brilliant. It was it. It was, it, I, it was the combination of the bubbly, the vodka, and the ginger. And then, you know, you had to stay buzzed just enough so it felt natural that you were just kind of loose. 
when you think now i you know i i did experience um you know what it was like to to not be successful with it for a second (laughs) but once i learned the trick i was good i was like hey we got our sets you know what i'm saying like we can go help out wherever else you know yeah you know Feel like there was one of the pool deck sets where, you know, we had to step off stage for a minute. <laughs> for those of you listening, write that down. Champagne, vodka, ginger ale. Champagne, just just order the Christy Lee. Flash of spray or ginger ale, which I want. Wow. You know, that, that staying loose uh, helped me out last boat greatly because there was a day on the boat last year where it might've just been a couple hours actually, but we were hitting some choppy waves and it was noticeable. And I was trying to walk through the, the food area and, uh, I was pretty, I was, you know, I had a couple I had, a, I had a couple Christy Lee's in me and, uh, um, and I was like, wait, this is great. I could stay loose and I could kind of like bounce off of things and I'm just going to blame the ocean. <laughs> Not even, you know, this is what my dad called it. Roll with the boat. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what huh. he said. Now, I will say it is it is a little bit different for me now because since then I've lost a little bit of, uh, I have multiple sclerosis. So uh, throughout the course of, I mean, you know, these, this last 10 years, um, my equilibrium has changed some. So um, I do cheat a little bit now and I take uh, what's called meclizine um, just to stay ahead of the game but I mean let's all be honest really realistically these you know these boats are nothing to fear you know yeah yep you know and a lot of you know I find that a lot of people go there to celebrate milestones in life as well Uh you know um, Uh you know uh totally and the music that the that six man brings on to the boat every year and every year such as yourself and others like they do it because the music that they select the artists just help you know tie in that factor Mm -hmm. um, and the humility that each artist has and no one you know, it's funny because, uh, you know, talking about other cruises and stuff and we do kind of like, you know, s- throw our chin up in the air a little bit. Yeah. Uh, our noses. And, um, but when you're on the boat, it's like, you know, nobody, it's just, it's just, it's so, it's such a humbling place mm-hmm. and that connection with music and that, and that emotion is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And, and that and, family, Christy Lee said, family she used the rock boat f word and that's it's like a family reunion you know Uh so you know on the boat there's different stages what area do you like you know if if someone came to you and said you have any any stage on the boat right what would be your like your go-to i love the stardust yeah yeah it's my favorite place to catch shows um I've played in there several times. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite place, but I mean, I, I like them all. Yeah, I, yeah. I tend to uh, favor the Stardust. I would say, oh, and the um, the Atrium. I love the Atrium. That's so oh. much fun. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. 
you know? <laughs> so um, I feel like that's a little bit more lax, you know? Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. There was one other one. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I tend to, I like to swing through mm -hmm. the pool deck, you know, the pool deck ones and whatnot. But yep. If I really want to see somebody, I, I really like to see them on the inside. Makes sense. But there's not, let's be honest, there's not a bad stage. No. You got no. that right. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> they used to have this side stage on the pool deck that I really loved. Oh, wow. There was, yep. So they had the main stage on the, on the pool deck, and then in between they had a side stage on the pool deck. And uh, I loved that. that. I loved that. That was in the carnival days, so Rock Boat 12, I remember that. I remember they, seeing red, red wanting blue on the side stage. It was pretty wild. That's yeah, exactly I what I was going to bring up. I was like, that is the first time I heard of Red Wedding Blue. Like, it was the first show of the day, right? Yeah. And I was like, who is this? You know what? Come to think of it, that's probably where I got hooked. Yeah. I love that band, man. I mean, who doesn't? Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're unbelievable. Hot Terry, what a good dude. God knows, man. You know, what there's a lot of you know there's there's obviously performances on land right that you prepare for and events that you go to what what does preparation look like for you when you're on the boat wait say that again so like like a, maybe like a, the day of a performance while on the huh? boat what does that look like for you in order to get prepared um watch all the music nice you know what i mean yeah um mm -hmm. spend time with the people kind of sink into the vibe um then usually it's followed you know with uh somewhat of a warm-up rehearsal uh because i i uh that's definitely something that is really important to me these days um i don't necessarily have the muscle memory that i used to have uh, i went through a period where um I completely lost, you know, like my ability to play guitar. Um, I had to relearn all of my songs. Um, and so it's like my brain and my hands don't talk the same way that they used to. So I have to kind of take a minute to get grounded before I play my shows. It's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But um, overall, I would say it's probably a healthier, you know, spiritual you know, grounding. Yeah. Before, you know, mm -hmm. before you go out and, and give a lot of energy. Yeah. And, and, and I think the energy that we see from a lot of artists that come on the boat, and, and I would say most artists in general, to an extent, because of everything that we all went through with being quarantined for so long, you know, I think bringing it at a live show is, is, is so much more important than I think that maybe it used to be. I'm not an artist, I don't know, but from what I, from some of the conversations I've had with some of the artists, it's like valuing, you know, this now ability, to, like the, the, what we took for granted for so long. Mm -hmm. uh, um, what did music and COVID and, and that period lo look like for you? And how did you get through it? I'm gonna tell you the truth. Um, I spent a lot, lot of time at home. Um, 
me and my wife, we bought our first house. And oh, congratulations. Thank you very much. And, um, and we, we, we really, these last, you know, it was a good solid few years where it's just, I mean, like this, this room you're looking at that I'm sitting in this small office. I spent a lot of time in here singing to myself at times. At times, uh, went through um, being completely uninspired. You know, I think we all had these moments that we had to reflect. You know, all of us went through some different things. Uh, for me personally, I stayed home a lot and uh, just really tried my best. Um, to just have some patience and I did some writing, nice. um, but I, you know, was really, I, I had to, um, I have a treatment that I take. It's an infusion that I take, um, that had to be delayed, um, because they, you know, dealing with the pandemic, it's, it's a medicine that lowers your immune system. So there was kind of some question marks and, uh, I had to, I just, tried to play it as safe as I could because I wanted to, you know, get back to playing music as yeah. soon as possible, the healthiest as possible. And uh, I thank God that I was able to take that time and play some shows from home and nice. people supported me, you know. Um, I thought that was a really big deal to witness. Um, you know, the, the fans stepping up and, and helping out the musicians big time you know by by supporting their their digital shows and I, yeah now that's something that's not really ever going to go away but god thank god that you know that's one of the good things that came from such a a mess mm -hmm. yeah people not only did you know from our end did did, did fans step up but you know again music's an emotion and we all uh -huh. need it and we yeah we stepped up but you guys as artists like you know got it together and you did what you guys do and you created beautiful memories and i know there were shows that i attended virtually that you know we i still have memories about and you know it, it's it was a, a collaborative effort on everybody's end and yeah, you gave us that sense of normalcy. To stay connected. Yep. You know, I mean, uh, I don't know, staying connected uh, was the biggest saving grace, I, I feel, for for me, especially, but I feel like all of us, you know. And that's, you know, one of the powerful things about music and, and the arts um, and people. Yeah. That we're all able to offer each other, you know. The music, you know, being that that reason to get a bunch of strangers together in the first place. Yep. You no, know, um, and that were strangers at one point in one room. Um, the power of music is still something that blows my mind. And then, you know, next thing you know, you turn around and and these people that were once strangers, you know, have known each other for so many years. Same thing goes for, you know, these boats, yeah. connections that you make. Um, it's a pretty special thing. And, and, you know, going from that time period, right? And then fast forwarding, 
And then the picture that you posted with you and Fakino during sessions, right? Like that's like, that's, you know, that's, and I don't, I thought that, I thought that picture, when I saw that picture, it's just like, it's so like, it's like, like weight is like lifted off, you know, fans and, and I, I would imagine artists, you know, shoulders like, cool we're back at it again this is cool this is way and and the energy we we had um we had seth bolt on from need to breathe um last week and he was talking about how like the excitement of just live music again and Mm -hmm. this boat is going to be just awesome and when i saw that picture that you had up I don't know. It just, it really resonated with me. And um, I just wanted to make sure I, I, I mentioned that during this, but um, yeah. Aquino, what, what yeah. a genius. <laughs> Seriously, a quiet genius. This was my first experience with him. And um, to be honest with you, it was really the most vulnerable that I've, I've been, you know, since the pandemic hit of uh, us, you know, going and, and just, being a part of an experience like that. Um, I've never experienced anything like it. The, those sessions, the six man sessions, uh, man, that was something. And I, I'm really excited for everybody to hear that record that we made. Um, you know, Work. and yeah. it was my first time working with all musicians that I had never met except for Tony Luca, me and Tony Luca had met before we had done some, we met on a boat actually nice. in the past. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, our very first conversation was with a shot of tequila um, <laughs> on, uh, on one of the boats years ago. And uh, we've crossed paths a couple of times, but not enough. And uh, we had just experienced the festival together in North Carolina, the alternate routes um, getaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, a lot of rock boaters there. And a prime example of just how, you know, incredible all the rock boaters are. They're just, you know, you got, if you're part of that family, you've got a little bit of family everywhere, you know. Amen to um, that. But those sessions, man, that I'm so thankful that I got the opportunity to be a part of that. Awesome. And it felt like a heavy weight was lifted for me because I finally created and like, boom, you know, I don't know, it was probably a total of 72 hours that we wrote and recorded. It's incredible. And being able to hear it come to life like that. And in such a great way with uh, Brian Pacino, man, like, um, we were talking about his ears were busy. <laughs> you know, uh, but you know, we didn't even like, uh, like I wrote a song. I'll tell you the very first day, I, me and Megan, uh, Megan Slankard ended up in a room together in the right, and uh, we had never met. Oh, wow. We met in that room, and the song met us in that room. It was a very cool experience. I, you know, um, had never really experienced something quite like that. What are um, nerves like? 
when that happens. <laughs> like, like for an artist, I guess everybody's personality is different, obviously. But like, like for you, like, are are you nervous? Is it like the first day of school. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you're you're just meeting somebody, and you're you know, and it's a very vulnerable place. If it's not a vulnerable place, then um, nothing. You're not going to succeed. You know. Yeah. At least got to go all in, though. Uh huh. Yeah, and so um, of course, and I, to be honest with you, I'm still, but especially then. And I told the people, you know, in the sessions, the other musicians in the sessions, I was like, "Look, I'm kind of coming out of a little bit of a dark space myself, and like even just trying to learn to socialize again." And I was like, you know, I feel like a lot of us are still kind of in that phase a little bit, you know. Like um, just getting used to being social again, much less getting in a room and let's, you know, let's dive deep with each other, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. To me, the fear of the unknown would be <laughs> bad enough from the beginning, <laughs> let alone any other feelings. Right. And I, I thank God that I ended up in that room with Megan and the song that we created, um, you know, when we heard it played back, the first time we cried, you know, because it was just such a great release of like, oh my God, like we let this go, you know, and uh, it lives, it lives now, like it's alive. It's there. Um, so like, you know, the, the last night of us being on the ship, listening to the playbacks of, um, you know, all the collaborating that we did, we had so much fun. There was so, so many laughs and so many tears. So, you know, I'm, I'm really excited for the, the set of the sessions on the boat. Awesome. Just yeah, we are excited for people to hear that record. Cause I'm going to tell you guys, I don't, I don't think you've heard any, any of it. Have you? I no. have not. No. <laughs> have you? I have not. <laughs> okay. Because I haven't even heard, I haven't heard except for the playback on the boat. Okay. Okay. Um, as far as our takes go, even like I never heard my vocal take from beginning to end. Nice. Until the playback. Like we didn't, you know. Now, now in, in perspective, can you let people know who are listening what that typically takes in an artist's world to get what you got done in 72 hours in like not that setting? Um, I would say usually this, th that would have been about a two week project. Okay. You know, that was Wild. done in seven, seven, about 72 hours. Nice. It's pretty phenomenal. So and, and, but then that's also, Usually when you go into a studio or whatnot, you have a general idea of what you're going to record to be working on. Right. right. Um, I purposefully, and um, I think most of us uh, as musicians, artists going into this, um, the goal was to let moments arrive uh, in the middle of the ocean and capture those moments. Um, so I know for me myself, I didn't bring anything to the table um, other than what showed up um, in those moments. Yeah. That's so cool. 
Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I wish we were uh, privileged enough to uh, <laughs> hear that music before it's released, but unfortunately we're not. <laughs> so, I can't wait. But we will be privileged enough to be there. Yeah. And seeing it live. And it sounds like listeners, it's BYOT, bring your own tissues, because I bet there's going to be a lot of tears. Yeah. Well, you know, the, a lot of tears, but also a lot of laughter. We mm-hmm. cut some fun songs. Um, but yeah, some real moments. And, uh, but I will tell you, I did. I, the only thing I did bring the intent, the intentions of in going into those sessions, I did say, all right, Christy, I was like, don't go on there and write anything sad. Don't do it. Okay. Okay. Don't do it. <laughs> go in there. You bring something happy. You're going to bring something happy. That's not what happened. No. Nope. Not on the first song, but, but things came out that needed to come out. And uh, then we got to the to the fun stuff, you know. But it was still, you know, God, Megan, what an what an incredible artist. Um, Mom Rock. Um, yeah, yeah, so much fun. Hero the band. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Luca, just bravo to all of them. Everybody was so much fun. Well, I think you just made everybody's excitement for the boat just go up just a little bit more that ticker just went up yep. just hearing this i got goosebumps when you were talking so i'm like really excited so <laughs> hey and i gotta give some love to charity man yeah uh, his talent he stepped in with his talent in these sessions and um did some really cool stuff nice so i mean you know just i'm just like if I could just have all those people all the time, man, I'm like, yeah, no, we'd be spitting out a record a week. You know what I mean? <laughs> so much talent. Christy, we, we thank you so much for your time tonight um, and chatting with us a little bit about the boat and just life. And I don't know, you, you really made tonight uh very special i believe and um, this is an awesome all of our episodes are great but this is i don't know this is one that just makes it so much more uh exciting to get to get back on the boat and um, well, i appreciate you having me man and you talk about connection cannot wait to meet you in like in real life in person on the boat same man and you know it it, it is around the holiday season and um you know spirit of giving are there any charities that you want to give a shout out to for people to donate any money to that help yes. any special causes yes um, my good friend john driscoll hopkins um is um he has a um an organ i mean a um an organization uh a charity called hop on a cure um Hop on a cure, and it's uh, joining in the fight for a cure for ALS. Because he was um, recently diagnosed with ALS. It's uh, it's the most horrible disease on the goddamn planet, and uh, it's just unacceptable that we don't have a cure for it yet. I'm trying to say cure the way he says it, but I actually say cure. Mm-hmm. That's my natural way of saying cure. But uh, but John says hop on a cure, so I want to say it right. Awesome, and uh, you know for those that are listening, we'll have you know that that link is attached to the bio on the episode. So go there if you're you know if you're able to 
you know, donate and uh, help support an awesome cause. Yeah, man. Um, he's doing some incredible work, shining a, you know, a very powerful light in some really dark corners. Um, and, you know, the entire Zach Brown band, um, you know, they're all just so supportive and, you know, you go to a Zach Brown band concert, you know, they, they just got finished with their tour and mm-hmm. uh, the whole time um, during the tour, they had, you know, a number that people could text to join the fight with Hop on the Cure. So um, big love to John Driscoll Hopkins and Zach Brown band, the, the work they're doing. Awesome. Christy, yeah. thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you in a couple months. Hey. We'll share some cocktails in a few months. Hey. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Happy Thanksgiving. A little bit of bubbly, a little bit of vodka, a little bit of ginger ale. A little bit of champagne. Yes, yes. Happy holidays, too. Happy holidays to y'all, man. We're going to... Uh, we're gonna we're gonna make some trouble on that boat. I'm excited to see it. I mean, I'm, I'm maybe bringing, be part of it. I'm bringing my rowdy britches. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs>